0: Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun, week-ending hit of sport for Friday the 30th of September. Today, the Opals reach the medal rounds of the FIBA World Cup. Rugby league legends predict pain for Panthers' playmaker and a missed opportunity for baseball fans. But first... (laughs) Look, I don't know if the Bombers will be winning the Premiership flag anytime soon, but they can at least finally say they've got a new coach. Heston has just rubber-stamped Brad Scott's appointment as new senior coach. Returning to Chief Football Reporter Tommy Brown in time. You've got some fresh details, too, on Scott's Bombers deal. Tim, it's a lengthy deal, four years, I understand, for Brad Scott, with triggers for up to six years, so it's a long-term deal Contract for Brad Scott, solidarity in that regard at the Bombers as far as his contract's concerned. Yep, the Bombers, presumably after seeing Chris Scott lead the Geelong Cats to the 2022 Premiership, have decided to get a Scott of their own and appoint Chris's twin brother Brad as their new senior coach. Brad Scott! No, Brad Scott. But yes, it is great news for the Bombers, who've been searching for a replacement for sacked coach Ben Rutten, who was let go by the club after they failed to land former Hawthorne Premiership coach Alastair Clarkson. Scott was a Premiership player with the Lions in the early 2000s before spending nine years as the senior coach of North Melbourne where he led them to two preliminary finals. It's actually kind of impressive. Yeah, especially when the Kangaroos have basically been anchored to the bottom of the ladder ever since he left. Scott will leave his current role as the AFL's general manager of football to take on the challenge of leading the Bombers back to the finals and the greater challenge of actually winning one for the first time since 2004, which would also finally bring an end to that famous Twitter account days since Essendon have won a final. It has been a long, long time. And in case you're wondering, it's been 6,600. Belgium. Famous for its chocolate, waffles and beer. Belgium, now, huh? But when it comes to basketball, Belgium is our bunny. Who ordered a can of whoop ass? I think you did. The Opals last night put on a basketball clinic to defeat Belgium on their way to the quarterfinal of the FIFA Women's World Cup. The Aussie women were in control from the outset, leading by double figures for most of the game before eventually closing it out, 86 to 69. The fans are on their feet, and the Opals will find themselves in a medal matchup against China. Opals' captain Beck Allen returned to the lineup after missing the past two games with a rib injury, but was still limited to less than 3 minutes of game time. Veteran Kayla George stepped up in Allen's absence with a 19-point performance, and it was also veteran goat Lauren Jackson's biggest contribution of the campaign, dropping 12 points in her 14 minutes on court. Oh, the feed to Jackson. Wow! <laughs> These women i feeling it! The win sets Australia up for a semi-final match with China who crushed France in their quarter-final, France being the only team that has handed Australia a loss during the tournament so far. But forget about the French, their tournament's over. Tonight, it's Australia v China for a spot in the gold medal match against either Canada or the USA. I love gold! With just two sleeps to go until Sunday's NRL Grand Final between the Parramatta Eels and the Penrith Panthers, Fox footy's Matty Johns has a warning for Panthers playmaker Nathan Cleary. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Johns last night predicted that Parramatta's Nathan Brown has been brought back into the first grade side for the first time in 12 weeks for one reason and one reason only. Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. Despite being a former State of Origin player, Brown has been out of favour with Coach Brad Arthur for the better part of two months and is currently out of contract at the end of the season with the Eels. But in a surprise turn of events, Arthur has recalled Brown to the side for Sunday's game in the hope that his aggressive take-no-prisoners attitude can help the Eagles end their 36-year Premiership drought. It's been so long. Johns and Gordon Tallis both agreed that Brown's mission when he gets into the game will be to put Cleary on the ground at any opportunity but Eagles forward Sean Lane told NRL 360 that the responsibility to put Cleary in the ground won't just fall on the shoulders of Nathan Brown. Well, um, if we do our job correctly, everyone's gonna be a headache for Nathan Cleary, hopefully. So um, he's obviously a huge part of of their game plan and his kicking game speaks for itself. Um, In the first game, we really struggled putting kick pressure on him and it came up with plenty of results for them. So um, yeah, it'll be a whole team focus for us, not just uh, for, for Brownie. Yesterday, Yankees outfielder Aaron Judge equaled a long-held Major League Baseball record. And the 3-2. Drill deep to left field! This could be it! See ya! He's done it! Number 61! He's been chasing history! And now he makes it! He and Roger Maris are tied with 61 home runs! The most anybody has ever hit! in a single season in American League history. With his 61st home run of the season, Judge equaled the record set for home runs by fellow New York Yankee Roger Maris back in 1961. But it's not Judge I want to talk about. It's the ball. Historically, when a player hits a record-breaking home run of any sort, it presents an opportunity for a lucky fan to catch the ball, then sell the ball, and make a nice chunk of change in the process. For example, Barry Bond's record-breaking 756th career home run baseball sold for over $750,000. Decent chunk of change. And while Judge's home run ball probably wouldn't have reached those cash heights, in the end, it won't be sold at all. Why? What happened? Judge's home run against the Toronto Blue Jays did make it to the stands before two Blue Jays fans, both wearing gloves, managed to miss the ball before seeing it drop harmlessly into the Toronto bullpen at which point it was collected and returned to judge himself. And while we'll never know exactly how much the ball would have been sold for, it's safe to say it'll be the most expensive thing those fans ever dropped. And that is your fast, fun, week-ending hit of sport. Enjoy your weekend. I'll catch you Monday on the Scorecard. Listener